Hey, hello. Don't worry. How are you? I'm okay. I'm so excited. Me too. Me too. I'm really excited. I'm really well. Today's um, episode's gonna be really juicy. So, yeah. Do you want to like tell the sirens what we're getting into today? Yeah, I can start with a little introduction. So. Basically, we're going to be covering the idea of, like, this is dark, but, like, a girl who died young, basically, and what that has to do with, like, femininity and womanhood and beauty, but, like, also as its own thing. Like, we're going to be talking about some cases, some celebrity cases, and also just, like, normal girls, kind of like the whole Jane Doe missing or, or you know really tragic case and how it's like in a sad way they kind of live forever stuff like that perfect so poetic I was, you, we, we can tell you go to can i say that <laughs> no okay i'm not gonna she's a major but yeah <laughs> okay so do you want to start with introducing us to one of the girls okay well First, we can, you know, do a little bit more of a general discussion on, yeah, maybe, like, figures that people know already, like Marilyn, Aaliyah, just iconic figures that have died young. No, yeah, perfect. I feel like, especially with the celebrity women, it's like, they're, I feel like in a weird way, they get super popular after they die young, like... Like Aaliyah, I mean, I was a baby, <laughs> but I feel like now I just think about. I'll start with talking about her actually. Like the way she's like impacted so many other artists, like for example, Drake or someone. And Drake's always like, Oh, I love her. Like, I would have loved her. I tattooed her on my back. Like, I wish I knew her. And it's like, it's beautiful. Like, it's sweet that you like her that much but in a way it's kind of eerie because it's like I don't know it's because she like died and everyone's like obsessed with her it definitely it's sad yeah that it adds more more fame obviously yeah because it's just that element of mystery and allure because you never really know what happened and people are attracted to that we all are you know yeah you don't know exactly like she's it's such a like the story like even if you don't know the details it's like it's so gripping because it's like this up-and-coming pop girl who had everything and like just dies when she's so young like it obviously shocked everyone um, like you have to wonder yeah if it was an accident if it was planned do you have any conspiracies i don't know in mind? What you do know you think? people people always have conspiracies about like Hollywood and that industry that they're a little messed up and that they they do bad things to each other or even like the far-fetched like they're like involved in weird spiritual stuff or Illuminati but I don't know like I remember the craziest conspiracy theory I heard was like Beyonce wanted to get rid of her <laughs> Me too, I, heard that. I remember that one I remember telling my mom that when I was younger and my mom was like you're crazy <laughs> Well, I mean, what do you think? You can never know with these things. I think it's so jumbled that even the actual facts on paper don't add up because at the beginning of the investigation, it was said that the pilot was like having substance abuse and that's why the plane crashed. But then it came out that he, he had never been, you know, a drug addict or anything like that. So it's just a cover up on top of a cover up. Oh my god! Just you have to wonder, like, was the plane too heavy? Were too many people on it? It's eerie. It's, it's eerie. eerie. I feel like that's something I'll talk about later in this episode. But like, pretty much every case I want to talk about has a cover up. Like all of oh them. God. Like, I feel like that's more common than not. Like with pretty much any sort of crime, I don't know. I feel like there's some corrupt shit going on, and people are trying to protect someone. You know, maybe it's far-fetched, but 
if you think about it, all of these celebrity, when it, especially when it comes to celebrity, it feels like there's something underneath it. Like, especially with Marilyn and Aaliyah. I yeah. feel like there's something deeper there connected to the industry itself. I agree. That when I was reading about both of them, they kind of reminded me of each other in some ways. Because, like, just the way they died was, like, ambiguous. Like, I didn't fully trust it. And it's interesting. There's there's something Aaliyah said. Um, you might have seen this, but she yeah, was, like, no. talking about a dream she was having at that time. Like, a recurring dream. And she said this. She was like, it's dark in my favorite dream. Someone is following me. I don't know why. I'm scared, but then I lift off, and I'm far away, and I'm free. Like, isn't that weird? I see that. That just freaks me out. And, like, the lifted off especially. I mean, like, plane. I don't even. Oh, God. I think... I think, I mean... There's this whole, like, ritual thing with Hollywood where you never know what celebrities get into. Maybe she she felt it maybe there was something coming for her like this reminds me of twin peaks almost. yeah i know again laura palmer because <laughs> laura knew something was coming for her and she was like the only way i can escape this is to die like these ones. yeah <laughs> no honestly i as i feel like it could sound far-fetched but also nothing is far-fetched if you don't like know it's weird like, we're just we're just theorizing but honestly all due respect to the family like at a young age she was exploited her her mother especially like there's i don't want to speak on it but like they let her get abused by r kelly that's what i'm gonna say this is a fact how old was she when she like got with him again like a teenager right she was fucking 14 oh my god yeah, that's, like, that's messed up. Again, all due respect, like, they lost their child, but that doesn't sit right with me. Like, letting your kid... Something. Even... Isn't that insane? Oh, my God. There's another connection with Marilyn because she was also abused. As well. Yeah, and Marilyn also got married at 16. Oh, my God. To who? Is so she... No, some random guy because basically her mom was, like, really unstable mentally and had to be in a hospital when she was seven. So Marilyn was, like, moving in and out of foster homes and apparently getting, like, sexually abused in some of them. But, like, just to escape the foster home life, she got married to some guy briefly. You have to wonder, like, the similarities under these cases. Right? I don't know. Aaliyah and Marilyn were, like, reminding me a little bit of each other. Like, not fully, but... The the, the lips, I think. They're both so beautiful in this, like, beautiful rose way. I don't know. Exactly. They were beautiful, and because they they died young, I feel like they're both remembered as, like, these sweet, like, childlike girls, like, just, like, fun and pretty. It's dangerous, you guys. It's dangerous. I think that's what Lana also wanted to I hope that's not what she wants to do anymore. I feel like she's grown out of it, but it is, like, weird. People romanticize it, like, the, like, because it's, like, there's, like, two sides to it. It's, like, the pretty, happy, like, childlike girl, and then the other side is, like, you just died young, so there's, like, this layer of sadness to it, and people love that. Because it just adds, and... We're obsessed with it. We're talking about it now. People talk right? about it today. It's you live forever. But yeah. then again, you don't get to live. <laughs> you you pay something big, obviously, like your dad. <laughs> you really remember it in this way. It reminds me of like a neoclassicism. I don't know the word in, in English. Explain <laughs> do you know it. What, though. I'm talking about? what do you mean? Do you know what I'm talking? It's like an it's um an art movement. Mm-hmm. It's just basically, it means that you copy nature by kind of mending it and making it eternal. And it always, it's always like cold because they always used like, um, what is it called? Marm? <laughs> Girl. This that really cold stone material that's really famous. Marble? Marble, yes, marble. They use marble to like sculpt things and make them eternal. And it's like, there's a phrase, an iconic phrase, um, and it was like, there's always this sadness on the neoclassic period because there's just this consciousness of knowing that this art is 
can't be alive. It just, it's dead. Oh it's my god! Alive forever because you know it's just dead. <laughs> that that does remind me of this a lot, actually. Oh my goodness! This life and death, you know. Yeah, it's like it's so beautiful, but it's cold. It's dead. It's sad, like yeah, but it is beautiful, and that's just. I mean, do you do you know uh, more about Marilyn? Because I don't know a lot. Yeah, I did some research about her. So basically, like she she did some interviews. Like I remember seeing them before, you know, when she was in movies and stuff. And like she was always kind of known as like again, like I said, really happy and at the like sensual, but also very childlike at the same time. And, like, she made that her persona. And I remember her saying, like, she loved it because, like, her home life and her growing up was so, like, tragic. And she didn't really get to be a kid. So, like, in in movies, she kind of acted, like, kiddish. It was also, like, sexual at the same time. But, like, she got to do that. But then later, after, like, years of doing those movies, she was, like, showing signs of depression. And she had, like been diagnosed with some mental disorders and she had like a psychiatrist and stuff and she said in a few interviews like some kind of disturbing things and like in one of them she was like I'm so miserable like I'm not doing good like she'd say stuff like that and then she was found dead when she was like in her 30s in by her psychiatrist and it was like some I don't know if I'm saying this right like barbiturate poisoning that's like some sort of medicine and again everyone was like it's a suicide but so many people were suspecting murder there were so many theories about murder about other stuff again no one really knows god what do you think was it a suicide for you what were i mean it seems more like a suicide because they found no evidence of foul play but I think, like, whatever, this is this is still a suicide, but I think, like, the life she was living, the people around her had driven her to that point. Like, they made her feel so isolated and sad. Like, they just weren't good to her. So. That's so crazy. And the fact that she ended up with a husband who was abusive sexually and, like, physically. Yeah. I mean, it just, it just... If you're a guy <laughs> listening to this, be better. Be better for your daughter. Yeah. Don't have any if you know you're not going to be better. Exactly. Like, it's okay also, again, to feel like I can't be a good parent. I just like, don't have kids. I remember my psychology teacher, I'm going off track, but in high school saying that. And, like, I really, like, respected her for this because she was like, I'm never going to have kids because I'm not a healed person. Like, I'm not very nice. <laughs> at least she knows it she knows people need to be better you guys not as being like moral but no but for real (laughs) we can be nice sometimes sometimes i mean we're gonna be we're gonna be good today do you have any notes to add do you want to get into about her i'm trying to see like i actually was really intrigued by her home life so I feel like I read a lot about that like I just think it's so interesting how messed up her home life was and how she like had this childlike persona and how like when she died she's just like remembered for that like seeming like I don't know like pandering to that like little girl kind of fantasy like she definitely was like big for that Like, I feel like, again, Lana, like, romanticizing the whole Lolita thing. Like, Marilyn was definitely, like, little girl. Yeah. And you have to give it to her because she did so much. Yeah. She became a staple. But it's sad that she she wasn't given to break out of that. Exactly. She, like, lost herself. Because her name wasn't Marilyn, it was Norma Jean. And she also said, like, I didn't like myself as Norma Jean. Like, I didn't like her. So it just, like, made a new person. And, like, I'm someone different different as Marilyn. Like, I don't even identify as, like, who I was born as. Like, 
and I feel like she just like became her persona and maybe that like made her so sad because she was out of touch with her real self but again I don't know I don't know her <laughs> none of us probably ever will <laughs> really till we get to the end maybe <laughs> even he like knew her actually yeah she's such a mystery she is but I love her I, you know you couldn't tell she was she's very troubled but she tried to she tried to be a good person yeah no good. matter what happened she seemed really sweet um again with with Aaliyah <laughs> something that like was similar I think was like again how I told you about we were talking about like Aaliyah escaping something or like you know with that quote like I feel weightless mm-hmm. no one can touch me that reminded me of Marilyn too like I feel like being famous especially as a girl is like so depressing like I feel like they were trying to escape it why do you think that like wait wait because my phone cut out I just feel like celebrity girl is depressing why not depressing but I feel like in some ways it can be suffocating like they're just again they're just like seen one way their whole life they don't have they have a lot of freedom but at the same time they don't like they're just like they like belong to other people it's like a sad life it is a sad life i feel like we see this especially with like girls who were child stars like miley cyrus Lindsay lohan child stars especially i feel i feel i always feel weird about child stars because it's like are they fully safe like going like being children in hollywood like i just know that's like a dangerous place to be like i hope they're supervised Mm, most of the time they're not probably not i mean let's let's be serious i mean we've seen the outcome selena gomez miley like demi lovato exactly like it they all have their issues and you can tell yeah it messed with all of them like i remember selena gomez i saw something about her a few weeks ago and she's like i'm not doing good i have like bipolar disorder like i don't know i feel really bad you have to wonder it's yeah we're getting into something else (laughs) we are i wanted to actually ask you you might know more about this but it's another like girl died young case but the model the russian model yes that one is so crazy yeah her name was just lana and i think truly one of the most beautiful girls i've ever seen yeah you guys can look her up it's so sad and it's sad that she she jumped mm-hmm. because that's just a horrible way to die yeah so painful and i can imagine that what wait do you know like what's behind it or because i want to ask you what do you think happened? all i know before? is like there was conspiracy that she was part of this cult do you remember the name yes, something rose the rose of the world rose of the world cult and i don't know anything about that cult but I don't know, like, again, I'm not closed off to anything, but if that was the case, that's just really eerie and sad, and I wonder how she got into that, if that was the case. Well, it was, like, a Russian cult thing that just helped you, helped is, like, a quote-unquote thing, I don't think mm-hmm. it helped her, <laughs> helped you with your life, get richer and stuff, and they would basically, like, berate their clients like force them to share their most intimate experiences and then like make fun of them for it or like just make them relive it in a very traumatizing way oh my gosh and i wonder if that was so traumatic had made if she was in it it was so traumatic that it like drove her to suicide or they made her commit suicide i think I don't know. I think, I mean, you after like reading a little bit about her life and how she was, she was a very passionate person. Like she wrote poetry, very emotional. Like after her boyfriend left her, she kind of got into an episode 
Mm-hmm. And I think when you feel that much, you're you're prone to, to making very impulsive decisions. So I, I did think it was just a suicide because she wasn't feeling well, oh, yeah. you know, mentally. Definitely, like the more emotional people, emotion, emotional poets, like always dying in these tragic but like weirdly beautiful ways. Like, yeah. It's really sad. sad. It's really sad. It's because she, like, cut her hair before jumping. That's odd. That's odd. And the bellhop guy, like, a guy who worked there, said that he, like, saw her on the pavement, like, and he noticed that her hair was all, like, chopped off, and it was all uneven. You know, it wasn't, like, professionally done, obviously. Mm. And he thought that was really weird. I think maybe she was just having... A crisis like cut her hair yeah she might have been like in a manic episode or something and just like did it really impulsively which is know, really sad. So sad like women need to be protected a little more and you guys be strong like no matter what happens don't let your mind play tricks on you yes preserve yourself because this can happen to anybody i know i feel like there's no way to say it without seeming corny but like again the truth is a little like it's so basic. It's like you just please don't do that. Like, please take care of yourself. Like yeah, that makes me want to like. It's if I have a house. daughter, that makes me want to keep her forever. Like, don't move out. Oh my god. Because <laughs> you never know. I mean, and this, this is like gonna come into what we talk about. Because like, what I'm gonna talk about is like a young girl who gets like we have to protect. Yeah, no, again, that's a whole different story about just, like, how unsafe you are. Like, women, but also people in general, but, like, especially women, like, it's so scary. It's scary and almost inevitable because there's so many cases in... The case I talk about is, like, getting murdered by someone you trust, you know? God. And you've known for a long time. It's just terrifying. Do you want to get? Do you want to start off? Yeah. Your album yes. Okay. I'm so excited to hear what you have to Me say. Me too. Okay, so I have two cases. And the first one was a girl named Scarlett Keeling, and she was a 15-year-old um, British girl, and she was on a six-month vacation in Goa, India, with her mom because her mom like really liked India, and they went with her siblings and they just like stayed by the beach and like I don't know did whatever like sightseeing and stuff and she like became friends with these local boys a lot older than her and she would like do cocaine and ecstasy with them on the beach and they'd like party on the like the nightclubs on the shore and stuff and like she was sneaking out and just one night um she went missing and they found her a few days later they found her body in the shore like with some like hooks inside of her like some weird hook things and they like abused her and killed her or something like that that's what they speculated but i mean they couldn't they couldn't tell what it was at first like they couldn't tell if it was a murder or something but her mom found her bikini shorts a few days later on the beach torn up. And her mom was like, I want a second autopsy. I don't trust this. Like, I think someone did something. And still to this day, like this happened in 2008. I don't think they've like made it clear whether it was murder or something. But her mom is like still fighting towards it. Because her mom still thinks she was murdered. And because again she was hanging out with these boys like years older than her like her mom was like some of them must have done something but they never really convicted anyone like they're protecting they're still protecting those men so it's really sad for what like i don't so this is like an unsolved case yeah so it's still unsolved and yeah it's, it's really sad and then i remember someone found her personal diary though and they like used this as a way of saying she committed suicide but they didn't they also didn't um like make that the statement either like that wasn't confirmed either but they were like oh her diary says i'm stuck here i want to go home and there was like a doodle of a hangman so 
there's so many like conspiracies about her. I don't know. Personally, I think she was murdered because I don't know. Letting your 15 year old daughter be with like a bunch of men that she doesn't know in their 20s do drugs with them. Like, I don't trust that. So it's weird. See, that's like that's because you want to do it all when you're young. Right. There's so many doors that are. I think my sister, like all the things she done and how many times she could have gotten abducted. Yeah. Or us. It's really scary. Like, I mean, I'm glad she's okay. Like, again, when you're young, you're so tempted. Like, you just want to, like, at 15, you just want to, like, go out and, like, meet people. So I get it. And you don't believe in that, like, oh, you don't You don't think anybody cares enough to, like, right. take you away. Or, like, oh, my God. Like, you're just not. You don't think you're going to be the exception. You're like, oh, my God, I'm, it's literally fine. Like, not me, like. Yeah, no, because, like, that's what I think. Like, sometimes I'll be alone or, like, if I feel like something scary might happen to me, I always have this thought of, like, oh, my God, there's no way. Like, I was literally just, like, doing the dumbest thing 30 minutes ago with my friends. Like, there's no way I'm going to get killed. But it's, like, the people who actually got murdered or abducted, like, they had those thoughts, too. They were, like, oh, my God, there's no way. So and they're just regular people, too. It's not just... Yeah. Have you ever like had that moment? Has anything ever happened to you where you're like, oh my god, if if I didn't think this through, I could have gotten. Yeah, there, there's been a f- you- there's been a few like, and I can't specifically name them. I feel like there were some back home, but like here, there was something weird. Girl. Um, I I don't know if I told you there was this guy. Yeah. Um. At the pharmacy. Yeah, there was that. There was another one. There was this guy like sitting next to me in this cafe with my friend and I needed a charger and I just told my friend I need a charger for my laptop and he like talked started talking to me he's like I have one and I'm like okay and so I took it from him and he kept trying to like talk to me about stuff and then I noticed he was like taking pictures of me the way a trafficker would. and I, I'm just like I didn't say anything I was just like nervous and it was so clear he was doing it I don't know I was just like froze up and I like focused on my work and then when I was leaving, I told my friend, I'm like, hey, girl, I think I'm going to leave. He heard, and he immediately got up, gave oh, me the charger, God. and walked out with me. <laughs> it was so weird. And I just was like, okay, I'm going to leave. And I, like, bolted out. Like, I just started walking so fast ahead of him. But, like, I don't know, like, two days later or something, I got added to a bunch of group chats, like, a ton of them, with other people. And it was like, your check is ready, your bill is ready, but, like, a billion of them. And it was weird. And I just, like, looked up what that meant on Twitter, and it was, like, those are trafficking, like, you're trying to get trafficked. <laughs> Girl, that is so fucking weird. Like, chats on Instagram? On my my phone. Like, oh. on my, to my number. And it was, like, if you respond, they get your information. I was, like, what? Do you think that he somehow got your info from the charger? I don't even know. Like, I don't know if he just, like... I don't know. It was weird. Because that's odd. Um, it was odd. I just, like, thought of him. Like, maybe it's not connected, but it's weird how it happened a day after the other. Again, men are just, like, a weird. And alone, regardless of the text, like, it was creepy. Have you ever had any creepy instance? I mean, a weird... I got followed home once, but, like, it wasn't... I don't think there was, like, any motive behind it. The person was, like, obviously crazy. Mm. <laughs> but I remember I freaked out. Like, Understandably. Like, town is pretty chill. Like, I remember I saw him, like, a while after, and he was with his wife or something, and I was, like, telling his wife, like, your husband followed me home. And and he kept being, like, no, I'm married, I'm married. And, yeah, well, you still follow me home. <laughs> I'm so glad creepy. you told her. God. <laughs> oh my God, it's that's so weird. weird. And I had to use like Google Translate to tell her because they weren't Italian. <laughs> what was? <laughs> it was almost funny. I think they were like Arab. Arab. I, <laughs> I still see him around. Like he's like always like fidgeting. You can tell he's like obviously not mentally. Mm, no, that's sad. But that's anyway. weird. <laughs> I don't know. The thing is, where I live now, like, where I study in New York, I don't think of it as, like, 
the, the backdrop for something eerie because it's so loud and there's so many people like when I think of something creepy I think of my old town which was like a small American town I, I would always think of like when I'd walk alone there I'd feel more unsettled that's kind of weird I don't know it depends because like big city it's like more it's people safe, little though. small towns the know. thing is, it's definitely unsafer here, though. Like, it just doesn't look like it to really? me. Something in my brain just, like, tells me it's not. But it is more unsafe in New York, for sure. Especially right now, it's really dangerous. But, like, for other reasons, more just, like, shootings and stuff. But Why like, shootings? What do you mean shootings? There's been mass shootings. Again, such an American thing. But there's been, From like, who? crazy people random people like this random guy shot up a bunch of people in the subway in brooklyn and it's like you always think that could be me like i could be there you know it's so crazy oh like who (laughs) like you knew the name and the address (laughs) like yeah i know him Oh my god! Do you know that meme? Like that TV? Like I know him. I know him. I (laughs) and then the other one was just like, "Yeah, I I don't know this man." (laughs) No, I know him. (laughs) Oh my god, she's so real for that. We need to stop. Anyways, our little comedic comedic break, but (laughs) anyways, (laughs) to lighten it up, you guys, you guys love us. You do. You love our jokes. I have this other case, second case, that's kind of similar. It's pretty much like, yeah, I think so. It's pretty much the same kind of story. Like, it's these three girls in Spain. They're called the Alcacer girls, and their names were um, Miriam, Antonia, and Desiree. And in 1992, they were going to, like, a high school party at a nightclub. And it was, like, in the town over. And they had hitchhiked before. Like, they'd done it before. They felt fine about it. And Miriam's dad had the flu. And he was like, I can't drive you guys to the club. And so they hitchhiked. And at first, this, like, young couple dropped them off to a gas station. It was fine. And I think from this point on, it's, like, the details the people who got arrested like told all the details of what they did and that's what's so creepy like so they were the next car to pick the girls up and they were like yeah they started screaming when they saw us drive past the nightclub so they like started pistol whipping them like hitting them with the guns and like they just i won't get into too much detail because it's just like gross and sad but basically they described the ways they the way they took the girls to the woods and tortured them did a lot of like really fucked up stuff and then kept making them walk and then kept doing fucked up stuff and eventually just like shot them and buried them and it took a really long time to find them but the police did and did arrest those guys but it's like that was so avoidable it's so sad like i feel i feel really bad for that one girl's dad because it's like, I could have just driven them. But again, I Wait, I don't so, know. No shade to him. I mean, obviously. with all respect, with all respect, I feel it's it's so sad. We feel bad for him. Yeah. Wait, so they they got out of the club? They, they saw those guys? No, they were trying to go to the club. And they asked these people. They were hitchhiking. And they asked these guys. They're like, can you drive us here? Because they'd hitchhiked before. And the guys were like, sure, but they didn't. They just kidnapped them. Oh my god. I don't trust hitchhiking at all. I wonder if it was like pre planned, like That's what like, I think. It's weird. It's weird because like the way they did things was like like they pre planned it. Like they had a bunch of locations and like weird stuff they did like it, it didn't seem random and that's why the police like still talks about it and like there's still like movies about it and stuff because it's just like it's strange like it wasn't just this random killing they went through these a bunch of things they did it's weird do you think some men just like get into their crime and be like okay tonight if we see some girls we're just we're doing it like Right? 
I saw this like Reddit post <laughs> a long time ago, and this guy was like, "I get this. I won't ever act on it, but I get a kick out of walking behind mm. young girls because they remind me of like little deer, and they get scared." Bitch. Jail. 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 <laughs> Men are so stupid. God, oh. they're so dumb. <laughs> So yeah, I, some men get off of like killing women. Like I swear they do. It's scarier than you think. I feel like there's so many good men out there. I know that's crazy to say on our podcast, but there's yeah. good ones. <laughs> but I mean, a I lot. Of, <laughs> I feel like also more of them than you think have these like scary fantasies. It's weird. Some men just hate women, like. I don't know. I'm just thinking about, like, a one guy I talked to a long time ago (laughs) who was, like, I don't know, we were just talking, and he was, like, he was casually, like, I want to, like, hurt you, like, throw you away. Like, they think it's hot. Bitch, throw you away. Mm -hmm. Throw you away, yeah. What did he say? He said, I want to throw you away. What? Like, in the trash? (laughs) (laughs) I realized. remember when I read that I was like I didn't know how to feel it was like should I be turned on no <laughs> what does that even mean I, I know throw I was you so away. no I like, was alarmed because like you're a used <laughs> napkin like I was really alarmed oh my god it, I laugh Anyone at it now but it's like I laugh at I it laugh now, now but it's like the thing is he seemed like so normal and like I just rem- like the fact that he'd say that is like how many men think like that, Loki. Like I don't know. But, no. <laughs> this is why me? you can't actually. Oh yeah, tell me. No wait, you you tell me what you're gonna say. I was just gonna say like this is why you can't ever have a boyfriend who's like freaky like you like oh yeah we we have right play but like because you never know what these motherfuckers are actually capable Mm -hmm. of yeah no i feel like there's a line with freaking (laughs) it's weird definitely it gets i don't know know. because if a man loves you and respects you he wouldn't want to exactly quote unquote please he's like no girl i'm sorry we can just do it normal (laughs) like i'd love like the, uh, the a real man would be like you ask him for that stuff and he'd be like no I love you too much <laughs> I respect you too much exactly and he says like, it firmly though he says it like firmly and assertively not in like a little weak way so it's like okay exactly like he's just like girl no <laughs> exactly. and I'm like okay you really love me <laughs> yeah like, can't wait know. to do that I don't know it's like the thought of it like all that kinky like BDC maybe have some stuff like even though it can like i don't know be hot in theory it's like also at the same time like i don't know i feel like i'd be thinking about like he just doesn't care like he's doing all that it's not bothering him exactly because there's i don't know there's so much under that like how can you hurt someone that you love right like do people secretly have like murder fantasies that they can't act on and then like that's why they do it like where did this come from (laughs) and what pushes someone to murder so many things it's really scary i mean on one hand i would understand murdering someone on the other obviously not (laughs) we all have (laughs) exactly we can't understand everyone like i think it's like annoying when people are like i don't get it like you're you're lying if you don't like sit there and you can understand everyone's side but also you can you're normal and healthy if you're like that's also a messed up thing to do like you can recognize both at the same time exactly like there's no it's not black and black, exactly exactly so i wanted to ask you to tell me and the sirens about your case oh, okay I wonder if you know this one. It's the Rachel Barber case. I don't think I know that, actually. Okay, so this very beautiful young girl, she was a dancer. She was called Rachel Barber. 
she had these beautiful green eyes, like black hair, fair skin, and she was very nice, very artistic. She came from a very artistic family, grew up in a very like safe environment and free. And at 15, she dropped out of school to become a full-time dancer. And her parents let her because, you know, they care about her. They care about her happiness. And one day she was really excited. She told all her friends, like, I'm going to make so much money tonight. Um, I can't tell you why. And I can buy this really cute pair of shoes that I've been, like, eyeing in the, at a store. And after that night, she was, she was never seen again. Mm-hmm. And her parents were really worried, you know, they knew this wasn't like her. The authorities kept saying, like, oh, she, she must have just ran away. But her parents just knew, as you know, your yeah. parent. Your parents know. She wouldn't do that, obviously. And she was afraid of the dark. She would always ask her dad to pick her up from the, from the train station. She was too shy to ask people, um, like, the train numbers or anything like that. So they knew that if she would, were to get lost somewhere... She would be too scared to ask people, and she would just walk. Mm-hmm. So they were really worried about her. And she was young. Like, she was 15. Like, this is obvious. She was a kid. Obviously, yeah. you're, you're, you're scared to be alone at a fucking train station at night. But time goes by. The case remains unsolved for, like, a few weeks, few months. And after a bit, like, um, an anonymous caller calls the police and says that she was seen the like night of her disappearance with a girl who looked really plain looking and but they seemed to be like really comfortable in each other's company so she didn't like think anything of it you know they looked like they they'd been friends for a while and this girl who was on the train with Rachel was an old childhood acquaintance they had been neighbors and this girl was called Crystal. She babysat for the Barber family, and she was really attached to Rachel. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Rachel had modeled for her for a bit. And let's just say Crystal was very plain-looking, not ugly at all, like if you see the pictures, but she had a lot of self-loathing. She grew up in a a bad environment like her dad left at a young age she was heavily bullied she wrote a lot in her diaries about how much she hated herself she even had like a i hate crystal club which she was like the only member of and she had contacted rachel this is like everything that came out after the you know investigation um a few days before her death Rachel's deaf, she had contacted her and asked her if she wanted to do some, like, paid modeling work and also, like, um, a kind of an experiment, like, a psychological experiment. And Rachel was super happy because she she knew Crystal. You know, they had known each other when they were young. She was comfortable with her. And she was going to get paid and have a little bit of money for herself. So she was really happy to see her. She went to see her at Crystal's apartment where... This is, like, the night of her disappearance. She went to see her. And um, Crystal asked her to, like, lay down, think happy thoughts, and breathe. And as Rachel did this, Crystal took a telephone cord and strangled her. Where she would obviously die, and Crystal, like, would have kept her body in the house for two days after hiring like a moving company and wrapping up Rachel's body in like cloth and like paper and telling movers to move it because it was a very heavy statue and then like she brought it to her dad's house and buried it after like disfiguring the her face and when when uh, she was asked about this she she didn't really say anything she was like I'm not speaking about this. Like, she confessed as soon as the police got her. But she was basically just obsessed with Rachel. She had written so many notes, so many diaries on Rachel's life and her upbringing and how her life was perfect. And Rachel was, like, the perfect girl to emulate. She basically wanted to steal her life. And before the murder, Crystal had uh, organized to get, like, 
cosmetic surgery. She dyed her hair black. She had like this like orangey brown hair. She dyed it black. She wanted to lose weight. She had this whole like nine week program to reinvent herself in the in the image of Rachel. And I guess killing her was the first step to beginning that journey. So it's very very sad. It's kind of obsessive. Oh my god. That what do you think? made me so uneasy. Oh shit. That's just like, you really can't trust people. <laughs> That's so scary. Like, she had known her since she was, like, basically born. Her neighbors, like, can you believe that? That makes me so uncomfortable. Yeah, like, of course she trusted her. It's like she grew up with her. She probably thought, like, oh, my God, this is my childhood friend. Like, wow. And the whole, like, like you said, like, killing her being the first step to, like, becoming her, like... That's so creepy. Like, people who obsess over wanting to be someone else. Like, like people who hate you are, like, a little obsessed with you, too. It's weird. I know. I know. It's, it's so sad. Like, beauty and obsession and wanting to be beautiful. Yeah, it's, like, a scary thing. I feel like any feeling, if it gets out of control, can be, like, bad. And, like, again, that insecurity, that desire to be beautiful, like literally drove her to be murderous oh my god i'm just fixing it on someone else it's so sad it's so scary when was that this was in the 90s oh my goodness i'm gonna look that up in australia in australia she was like very yes rachel was very graceful like she was a dancer she had so much ahead of her oh that's so sad like loving family it's yeah. sad. I mean, also, like, with beautiful women who have taken their own life, some people see their only way to live uh, to be beautiful. Like, some people just be like, if I was just beautiful, I could be okay with myself. Like, I could go throughout my day. And then you see these beautiful girls taking their own lives. And that, you know, it, it just proves that it doesn't matter. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Either way, people are always going to, like find some sort of unhappiness like it's like it's no, no one has a perfect life yeah you know oh my god it's weird. Yeah. i that just like made me think of like like i don't know like carrie <laughs> it's corny but like the girl who's Who? like like carrie oh <laughs> like, carrie oh okay just like i don't know like the girl who's like always grown up like insecure and like not felt beautiful and just like like that can be dangerous like i don't know oh i mean of course it can be of course yeah young girls especially like there's like this different type of anger exactly this whole everything you should be you're not and you just don't feel like you fit into being a woman exactly you know it's like because we're not beautiful we're like femininity like it's hard like especially like and at that age, a bit younger, or, like, of course, this girl was older, but, like, generally, I feel like the growing teens age, like, preteens, it's, like, it's hard, and, like, that's especially when you don't feel like what you should be, like, that angsty, like, I'm not pretty, I'm not thin, blah, 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 like, that can be really dangerous if it spirals. It can be, but, I mean, it all depends on your environment, because there's so many strong women, like, right. you have to be strong. I agree. Strong. Like, I, I say, like, in some cases, or, like, some situations, it's kind of, like, normal, like, even for me, like, as a middle schooler, yeah, I was, like, kind of pudgy, kind of insecure, but when I look back on it, I'm, like, I laugh at it. I almost miss it. Like, I was like, that was like a sweet time. I'm Girl, not miss it. I'm not, I'm almost missing. So I was like, I was a silly kid. I don't care. Like, like, I just like, I just want to tell her, like, it's not that deep. Like, it's okay that you're pudgy. I mean, you're young. Like, it's, you're not supposed to, supposed exactly. to be a Victoria's Secret model. Hello. Exactly. Like, at 13, you have a little puppy fat. Like, you're 13. It's okay. Oh, so you looked gorgeous. I remember that your, like, WhatsApp pic was, like, you were 14. I was like, you cannot be serious. <laughs> the way it's so I don't know what WhatsApp those guys were talking about. Is it? It is. Like, which is crazy, because, like, what were, what were the middle school guys even talking about? Like, girl. <laughs> middle school boys can be mean. And my mom would always be like, it's because they like you. And I was like, no. 
<laughs> you know what? Probably. I mean, you look good. <laughs> but still, no I, excuse. No excuse. Middle school boys, if you're listening, be nice. <laughs> they probably aren't. But... <laughs> They're not. <laughs> I was going to say something else, actually. Like, there were a few other cases, like, I wanted to talk about. But this was, like, in general, something I found, like, interesting and sad. Like, in America and Canada, like, you know how, like, the Native American people are put on reservations? Yeah, and it's weird. It's weird. And I feel like they're just, like, really disregarded. Like, I don't hear anything about them. Like, it's their land originally, but, like, we're literally not told about what's going on with them. It's almost like they don't exist. And when I was looking up these cases, like, I saw something about how, like, young Native girls, like, like, so many of them go missing, like, hundreds, and nobody cares, like, nobody hears about them, nobody really investigates them, so a lot of them are just, like, labeled missing, and it's really eerie, because it's, like, no one, it's sad, but the government just, like, does not care about these people, it's so messed up. That's so weird. They're, like, a perfect target. Yeah, it's a perfect target, it's, like, they're, they're like, oh, whatever, like, it's not our problem, they're on the reservation, but, like, it's hundreds of people in the country going missing, like, young girls. What, like, why are reservations even a thing? Because it's so wrong, like, I don't know, it's, like, in the 1800s or something, like, when America was getting colonized, like, they just wanted the land all for themselves so they told the natives they're like oh we'll give you some land and they like gave them like a tiny strip and they were like that's it stay there like and that still is how it is now so that's weird because it's mainly i mean there's a lot of natives it's they're looking for me i'm over there god yeah people are there's a whole history Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, like, remembering so many cases, but, like, there's, um, there's, like, one more. I don't know if I told you. There were these, like, two young girls, um, really young. They were, like, 13, and they had a day off from school. It was, like, a snow day, and one of the girls' grandma was, like, oh, you can go hiking. Just, like, be back by 5 p.m., and you know how, like, I feel like in 2015, 2016, everyone was on Snapchat. So these girls were literally Snapchatting, like, everything on their story. Like, literally the fucking dog filter. Like, that, okay, this is, it's, it's eerie. Because, <laughs> like, they snapped everything. Because <laughs> it's so did. weird. It's weird. They did everything. They, like, every part of their journey was on their story. And then at the end of the story where it cuts off, it's this guy approaching them. And he's mm. like, he's like, get under the bridge now. <laughs> Isn't that eerie? And they went missing. Get under- they turned up dead. And like, it's weird because they have this blurry footage of the guy in this small town, but he's never been found. Get under the bridge. God. Are these girls native? No, they were, they were, um, I think they were white, but they're from this like small town in the Midwest. What's it called? I don't, I don't know, but if you, like, look up, like, girls' Snapchat, like, <laughs> missing story. Stop! We don't have to laugh. Sorry to the grandma. Sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, but, like, it's just, it's weird how, like, technology still was part of it. It's weird. When you think, exactly, that is. Yeah, like, the fact that they, through the story, like, they knew someone, the, like, her friends from school were like, oh my god, what happened? And they posted it. Yeah. Did they turn up dead? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh my God, the Rachel Barber case you just told me is still, like, wow. They, they, they made a movie of it, but I haven't watched because, like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> ruins a little bit. No, yeah. I feel like they can make cases like that. It's hit or miss with a movie. Like, sometimes they can dramatize it a bit, and it's, like, not good. I don't know. What? What thing? Wait, because... 
Does any other celeb come to mind? Or like, I'm trying to remember. Like, young celebrities. It's like I'm forgetting. <laughs> um, okay. um, Amy? Amy Winehouse? Amy. Um, Amy, oh god. She was so troubled and so talented. Mm-hmm. I remember I would always see these clips like her last show and people were like she seemed so out of it like right before. My god. Was there foul play do you think? No. I don't know. I feel like she was really troubled and really sick like the bulimia and like everything she and the drugs like I don't know because people said like her boyfriend was like abusive. I don't remember. The industry is a crazy place. That's another thing that I want, like, I kind of, like, brushed over earlier. We brushed over but, like, the industry, like, the conspiracies people have that they do, like, weird, like, sacrificial stuff to, like, get famous. Or even with the cult you told me about, like, Rose of the World. Like, what do you think of that? I think it's just a way to... to to get money out of people who are very weak mentally. I'm not talking about like someone who's like psychotic, but someone who's very weak, like someone who gets influenced by things very easily. And you get addicted to this cult and you pay and they have money over that. They're just like manipulating and exploiting people instead of actually helping them. I think that's what, that's all there was to it. I don't think that was like an Epstein like conspiracy thing. I think that was yeah, just yeah, no, not as crazy as that. Money. The Epstein thing is a little crazy. Like the, the amount model of people was actually involved. on the the plane. Oh, know? wait, First Lana. Which plane? Like she was rumored to have gone on Epstein. To Epstein. Oh my god, bro! Everyone on. has like. There's so many people who've been like linked to him. Oh god. god. I hate when celebrities, like, put, like, political propaganda on on certain things, like Katy Perry with the whole, like, Hillary Clinton thing, even, like, I, I saw Madison it. Beer, like, thing, like, girl. It's not genuine. I don't, I don't even believe it. Putting yourself into this whole conspiracy weird shit. Like, why are you telling me to vote for that person? Mm-hmm. You're trying to influence me, like fuck out of here exactly like you want us they, they care so much about like seeming like they're on the right side of things like sh- that shouldn't be right. a concern like you're getting used for weird fucked up propaganda this ties into eyes white Chud. do you want to talk about that for because it like ties into that whole hollywood thing do you want to start cheating, which you love <laughs> do you want to start <laughs> <laughs> sure i'll start off like I love how it just talks about, like, hidden desires. Mm-hmm. Wait, do you remember the movie? Because, like, you have to... Kind of. <laughs> how long ago did you see it? I didn't finish it. No! I saw the first hour. I was meaning to finish it. I got tired. <laughs> it's, like, three hours, bitch. Oh I know. God. I need to finish it because I was loving it. Like, I was literally loving it, but, you know, my ass gets yeah, tired. Yeah, yeah, we can tell. <laughs> we can tell you love this so much. I just got tired. Girl, it's when like, though? It's like, like three weeks ago. Oh, three weeks ago. Oh, it's a problem me. for me because like it hits like 11 p.m. and I'm like knocked out. Like I tried no, to. Like you need to get your beauty sleep. It's okay. But God, I, I know that movie was good though for what I saw. <laughs> Did you Bitch, also hear yeah. about like Stanley Kubrick like dying at the premiere? That's a, that tied into it, too, because he literally unleashed every secret ever and then turned up dead. Hello? 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 Yeah, that's weird. Shady. That's weird. I I don't trust Hollywood. <laughs> Very shady. If we were to but, ever get famous, this podcast would get deleted. Needs to we were, be deleted. If we were, like, actresses, because they kill us. <laughs> no, I need to shut up. Let's go quiet. Should I spoil a little bit for you just to like? Uh, yeah, I don't really care. Make oh bye. She's never gonna watch this. No, I, I never, never care about spoilers because like I'm gonna watch it anyways. 
It's the experience that matters. Yeah. Like, you could have, even at the beginning, like, Tom Cruise's character, like, he gets approached yeah. by a prostitute. Do you remember, like, after his wife yeah, yeah, left, she, like, he wanted to cheat on him? Like, throughout the mm. movie, we see him getting so close to, like, the carnal act of sex and, like, cheating on his wife that he never ends up going through with it. And at the end of the movie, he, like, comes back to the prostitute at the beginning and he wants to, like, consummate their affair, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. And his roommate's there. Her roommate is there. And she tells him, like, oh, my God, she actually found out that she has AIDS. And he just, like, sits there and thinks for a second. He's like, he would have slept with her the night before. And then the morning he came back to, like, actually sleep with her, but she wasn't there. Because it just... It, it's, it's so interesting. I love how they tied that in there. It's like... Yeah, like, very intricate. Very, I mean... The, the desires of, like... Of, like, when you're married, like, is it okay to fantasize about other people? How how far can you take that? What are the repercussions? Right. With your spouse and with yourself? Like... Like, are the thoughts going to be natural? Like, Like, fantasizing? Like... It's, you know, you have to wonder, like, when I'm married, like, it's going to break my heart to think that my husband is, like, going to be fantasizing about a girl on the street. But, like, also, can I blame him? Exactly. Like, is it just natural? What do you think? Like, I would, right, like, I would, obviously, I feel the same. Like, I'm so heartbroken about it. But it's also, like, I feel like in a weird way, it's kind of inevitable. Like, like, they will. Like, or if you're what if he's like working or something and he's away and surrounded by these beautiful women like would it be naive to think he's not imagining like fucking them or something exactly and he's far away from you and these girls are never gonna like it's never gonna get back to you and he knows it's not gonna hurt you exactly like, like you go through never it know. like you would never know and you that's never so know. i feel like both options yeah. are equally like possible like one he might have like a guilty conscience and know he couldn't do it even if you would never know or he could like very well go through that like it it just depends on like their if the they man. can handle it yeah on the man they can handle the guilt i mean i wonder with women too like i thought when i was like with my boyfriend all the time but he was the one i loved like all along so you have to wonder like, like right. how, how long is that line i feel like also for cheaters like this is, like, another thing. <laughs> Completely different. But it's, like, if you're the cheater, like, how... I feel like you'd never be able to trust anyone, like, yourself. <laughs> like, if you do that to, like, your husband or something. Like, I don't know if I were to cheat. Like, I would not, like, trust anyone. Because I'd be like, oh, my God, I did that. Like, you know? If I do it, like, everybody else Anyone can do it. it. If you yourself, right, like, if you yourself can do something bad and do it easily, like, then anyone else could. I mean, it's, I feel like if I were to cheat on my husband, it would be, like, either go big or just nothing. Because it's not like I'm going to have a one affair. I'm going to, like, I've already cheated. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like That's probably what men think. Right, I feel like. Also, I feel like I'd, I'd revenge cheat. <laughs> like, revenge if I were, cheat. If I were to get cheated on, I would, like, not tell him. And I would cheat with, like, everyone back. <laughs> Wait. Like, in your mind you're getting revenge? Or does he know you're cheating? I would make sure he knows. <laughs> mm. To hurt him? Yes. God. The best, like, pain you can inflict is just, like, leaving and moving on. But I also get that. Like, you want to be like, okay, you're going to have to see me do that as well. That's true, though. Because I feel like it could seem, like, a little desperate. And I remember, (laughs) again, Reddit, when I saw this, like, Reddit post where this girl found out her boyfriend cheated. And she literally just, like, blocked him on everything, never texted him, and, like, moved. And he never saw her again and never even knew, like, what happened. I mean, that's the best revenge, just, like, it being is. the bigger person and being, like, untouched by all that, like, gross stuff. You're like, oh, I don't need to cheat to get back at you. I just need to leave. Exactly. Because, you know? like, if you do it, even if it is revenge, like, it'll fuck with you. It'll I'm fuck sure with it you. Exactly. Yeah. It's self-preservation. 
But I am tempted. I mean, it's tempting (laughs) to like be spiteful, but (laughs) it is tempting. Also, tempting to like I don't know, like tell your husband you're like doing something else and letting him watch. Like I don't know. Oh yeah, exactly. (laughs) The whole like watching. Well, you're you know people have like people get turned on by that. Like watching the one they like want fuck someone else. I kind of want a husband like that. (laughs) (laughs) Like, watch me fuck this other guy. (laughs) Yeah, because that would turn me on. Call out from Malik. No, literally. Like, him watching you with another guy. Like, and just, like, staring. (laughs) But, like, also being hurt that I'm cheating, but, like, still watching me, like, isn't that kind of hot? I think so. Like, hurting your man. I feel like that's tragic to me. (laughs) <laughs> I love it. Sorry. I was just talking about people's like sick fantasies, but you know what? But we don't want to like, kill anybody, like, right? Like, that's not like a pain thing. That's just like a mean little mind game, which I think is fine if you're like young. But if you if you're older, right? Like if if you're pushing forty, <laughs> like stop it. No. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Women can do whatever they want at all ages, really. Exactly, exactly. If you're like in your forties on this podcast, love you. Love you, be young, girl. Yeah, you you're young, you're young forever. You're young if you think you're young. Like, that's it. I feel like we had a good episode. Do you want to add anything? I think you... we're good, but I really liked this episode, and I'm excited for everyone to hear it. I hope you guys love it and aren't too creeped out. Yes. <laughs> hope we made it a little, like, a little funny at some points. But... Yeah. I hope so. I love you. I love you. Bye. Can I get breakfast? Bye. Bye.